now. Thank you very much, but don't put yourself on mute, because I want to say something amazing to you. I want to say, <laughs> Christ is risen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He is risen indeed. Yvette, Hallelujah. you need to say that better when it's not on mute. Take yourself off mute, my dear. <laughs> and we're going to say it again. So if you're on mute, take yourself off mute, because then, if you <coughs> not a direct instruction, but if you wish, <laughs> then we can really say it, can't we? In any language you like, of course. So Christ is risen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Indeed. Oh, that was brilliant. Oh, and it's so true. You can pop yourselves on mute now if you want to. That'll be super duper. Thank you very much. We're going to be taking communion today. So if you haven't got any elements ready, go and get that sorted out. That'll be really good. Uh, we've got our normal Sunday morning link again from next week. It was just today. That was a different one. Uh, two weeks time, we're going to be holding a special physical service again every fortnight we'll be doing that alternating with an online service and you can start booking in from today for that if you want to so if you want to book in don't ring me up don't see me in the street don't just send a whatsapp general message to me what i'd like is send me an email a text or a message on whatsapp straight to me rather than the church whatsapp group and then i'll make sure i know you want to come so that's for two weeks time when we'll be doing a physical service you can start booking in from today by sending me an email, a text, a message direct on WhatsApp. That will be absolutely wonderful. The latest onward was out uh, this week. So if you haven't had a paper copy, the uh, digital copies online as well. Some people got a physical magazine as well this week. New series of talks starts today and it's called It Could Only Be God. And it's all about the different surprising things that happened in the Bible that could only have happened because of God. And of course, we'll be starting that today, as we say, we'll be looking at that through April and May. Normally, we'd have a house group tomorrow, but because it's a bank holiday, we're not going to have a house group tomorrow. So it's going to be as normal uh, on the 19th of April and as normal next week, we've got our Wednesday prayer meeting. So that'll be a week on Wednesday. Uh, spring harvest is online today, tomorrow, the next day, the next day, the next day, up till Thursday. Uh, ask me about details if you haven't looked it up already. There's going to be breakout rooms at the end if you want to stay and chat with us. That'll all be marvellous. And just the last thing as well, it's not just me who's chosen the songs today, but Jill and Fiona as well. So that's just give you an idea of who's chosen the songs. Well, let's pray and thank God that we can celebrate Easter today. And then we're going to start worshipping together by singing, see what a morning. So, Lord, we do thank you for bringing us together today. Thank you for all the good things that we know about you. Thank you, Lord, that you took the step to for us to be reconciled with you. It was nothing we could do, but you did it for us. We're so thankful. Amen. Amen. So if you want to stand and sing, see what a morning, that'll be brilliant. If you want to just sit with your cup of coffee, that's all right as well.
So let's go from a more modern song of praising God for what he's done for us to a, an older song, a Charles Wesley song, Jesus Christ is Risen Today. So let's sing this one together. It's great. I love the words. Jesus Christ is risen today. Alleluia. Our triumphant holy day. Alleluia. Who did once upon the cross? Alleluia. Suffered to redeem our loss. Christ our heavenly King, Hallelujah! Who endured the cross and grave, Hallelujah! Sinners to redeem and save, addressing you today. When I was younger, one of my favourite musical artists was Elvis. He sang so many songs in a rather excellent manner. Several times over the years, my wife, Mrs Miller, has commented on how she has seen my foot tapping along rather frantically as I listened to some of his hits on my gramophone. What a treat for my ears. Suspicious minds, always on my mind. And are you lonesome tonight? Are all firm favourites in our household? However, the definite top Elvis classic for me is The Wonder of You, which was number one for six weeks in the summer of 1970. It was also his last number one in the UK hit parade while he was still alive. When no one else can understand me, 
when everything I do is wrong. You give me hope and consolation. You give me strength to carry on. And you're always there to lend a hand in everything I do. That's the recounts how a special person has made a gigantic impact on Elvis's life. He asks questions about the person, as well as singing about how incredible he thinks this person is. He is obviously grateful that this person is in his life, and often thinks about them. I wonder, how often do you stop what you're doing and take time to think about things? Not just what drink you'll have on later, or whether a certain programme is on the television today or tomorrow. No, when is the last time you stopped and thought about important things? Do you ever wonder why you're alive? Do you ever wonder about God? Do you ever wonder why Christmas and Easter are still celebrated by millions of people around the world in the 21st century. I frequently stop to wonder about life and death. The Bible says that all people have done wrong. It uses the word sin. Sin blocks us from having a personal relationship with God because we can't live according to his holy standards. This is very serious. Jesus came to earth to die on the cross on Good Friday. Jesus was the divine sacrifice that enables us to approach God again. There is no other way to God apart from knowing Jesus as your Saviour. The old hymn by Charles Wesley, Love Divine, talks about us being lost in wonder, love and praise when we see Jesus in heaven. I want to encourage you today. Don't leave to start thinking and wondering about Jesus until you're dead. There has been no one on earth like Jesus since time began. He wasn't just a special person. He was and is the Son of God. Asking him to come into my life was truly the biggest milestone in my life, and I've certainly had several big moments in my life. Make time to wonder about Jesus today. Ask him to speak to you. Ask him to make himself real to you. And ask him to direct you in your life. Wonder about Jesus today, and then give thanks to God for the joy and hope he is given to you. Now many of us have friends and family members who love us and encourage us despite our failings. Jesus will accept you for who you are. He loves you. He died and then rose again for you. Trust him with your life. I hope to discuss some more in topics, important topics with you in the future. 
But in the meantime, open your life to God and ask him to speak to you. Put God first. Seek God above everything else. Make him the top priority in your life. Stay safe, everyone, and cheerio!
chapter 24. Now upon the first day of the week, very early in the morning, they came unto the sepulchre, bringing the spices which they had prepared, and certain others with them. And they found the stone rolled away from the sepulchre. And they entered in and found not the body of the Lord Jesus. And it came to pass, as they were much perplexed, thereabout, behold, two men stood by them in shining arraignment. And as they were afraid and bowed down their faces to the earth, they said unto them, Why seek ye the living among the dead? He is not here but is risen. Remember how he spake unto you when he was yet in Galilee, saying, The Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified, and the third day rise again. And they remembered his words and returned from the sepulchre, and told all these things unto the eleven, and to all the rest. And it was Mary Magdalene, and Joanna, and Mary the mother of James, and other women that were with them, which told these things unto the apostles, and their words seemed to them as idle tales, and they believed them not. Then arose Peter, and ran unto the sepulchre, and stooping down, he beheld the linen clothes laid by themselves, and departed, wondering in himself at that which had come to pass. Mankind has invented some brilliant things over the centuries. The printing press, non-stick pans, bicycles, the internet, the sextant to navigate at sea, photography, and ice cube bags are just a few brilliantly useful items for millions of people around the world. We've also achieved a great deal, like making travel easy for lots of people. We can understand languages and we recognise that the Earth orbits the Sun. Of course, the most recent incredible accomplishment was to create several vaccines to help the fight against COVID-19. It seems that if there is a problem, then someone somewhere will have the resources, the commitment and the ingenuity to solve whatever has been whatever problem has been vexing people up until that point. Whoa, wow. I feel like patting myself on the back just for belonging to the human race. We're totally brilliant, aren't we?
people are regularly still getting murdered. Not just in countries like Iraq, Somalia and America, but in the UK too. People are still cheating with their finances. People lie to each other. People get angry. They give up too soon. They take advantage of others. They hate others. And they think more about themselves than others. Oh, that's a bit more sobering. We seem to have problems that we can't solve. There are things in our society that aren't good and we ourselves can't do anything about them. Mankind has done so many brilliant things and yet we can't solve the biggest problem in the world. If we were in a film, the cry would go out for Wonder Woman or Superman or Iron Man or Hercule Poirot or Tintin to come and help us. However, we'd soon find out that they too couldn't solve the biggest problem in the world either. What's that problem? I'm going to tell you, so I'm glad you're hold, holding on. It's me. Oh, in your case, the biggest, biggest problem in the world is you. Mankind can't solve our biggest problem and neither can superheroes or brilliant detectives. We have to turn to someone greater than we are. The Colonel mentioned, I hope you like your singing by the way, the Colonel mentioned who we should turn to and that's God. Today is Easter Sunday and we celebrate a day like any other. Jesus, the Son of God, who had been crucified on a cross just outside of Jerusalem, rose from the dead. The Bible talks about God lavishing his love on us by doing that. We all need Jesus in our lives, but sometimes he comes in an unexpected way. Jesus came to earth as a vulnerable baby, living for around 33 years before he was killed in a most terrible way on a Roman cross. Many people at the time knew that Jesus was the Messiah, the anointed one of God. But no one would have expected the Messiah to die and then to rise from the dead. In our reading from Luke 24, we heard how in verse 4, when the women went to anoint Jesus' dead body with spices early on Sunday morning, and when they didn't see Jesus there, they were perplexed. My version, the NIV says, they were wondering. The New Testament was originally written in Greek, as we know, and the word here for perplexed or wondering is aporio. This means to have doubt or to, be at, or to be mentally at a loss. It literally means without a way or resource or not to wait, not to know which way to turn or to take. They were wondering about what was going on because they'd spent three years listening to Jesus teach them and watching him perform miracles and now just last Friday, he'd been murdered after a show trial. And now his dead body was missing from the tomb where he'd been placed in. What was going on? They could see no way out of this situation. There was a lot to be perplexed and to wonder at. They had prepared spices to anoint Jesus' body because he was dead. But now he wasn't there. 
and they were really perplexed and wondering what to do. The women go back to disciple to the disciples we read, and Luke uses the word that is only used once in the New Testament. Eros. Well, no, tell you what, no, it wasn't that. It's Leros. L-E-R-O-S. We heard the phrase that John mentioned, idle tales. And other, other versions say nonsense, sheer imagination, fairy tale. Do you get the idea? Do you get how the disciples were feeling about what the women were saying? The disciples didn't believe the women because they'd seen Jesus, their Messiah, die in a brutal way. And they weren't expecting him to rise from the dead. The Bible uses a stronger word than purely not believing. As Luke writes that the disciples were not persuaded by the words of the women. Literally, they refused to be faithful. Peter and John go and visit the tomb and all they saw there were strips of linen. They wondered as well, but it's a different Greek word this time in verse 12. And it means to marvel at or to be amazed. They were astonished out of their senses. They were awestruck. How would you have felt seeing Jesus die just a few days earlier and now his body wasn't there? How astonishing. Where was he? Today is Easter Sunday and I'm suggesting, just like the Colonel did, that we should be wondering about Jesus. Wondering can lead to more wondering, but eventually wondering should lead to action. Whether, are you, whether you are wondering now about Jesus because you're perplexed at his actions or astonished at his lavish love for you, then take time to wonder. That's a good thing. But then take action. Do something about your wondering about Jesus. I could think that a non-stick frying pan or any pan for that matter, coated with a PTFE like Teflon is either impossible or so wonderful that I shouldn't use it very often and just should keep it in the cupboard. I don't. And Jill doesn't either. And I bet you don't. We use non-stick pans regularly and they're brilliant. Sooner or later, you need to take action about Jesus. Putting him in a cupboard like you might do with a non-stick saucepan, if perhaps OK for a few days or a couple of weeks, because then you can just keep on thinking and wondering. But Jesus is the saviour of the world. Jesus doesn't belong in a cupboard. What will you decide to do about Jesus today? Will you trust him with your life, like the colonel said? You might have done that years ago, but perhaps you stopped listening to God over the past year or so. Today is the day to put Jesus first in your response to his lavish love. 314 years ago, a man called Isaac Watts wrote a brilliant hymn, and we're going to sing it in a few minutes. It ends by saying, love so amazing, so divine, demands my soul, my life, my all. Jesus so comprehensively and lavishly loved us that we need to take action. The women at the tomb weren't expecting Jesus to have risen from the dead. The disciples weren't either. And over 2,000 years after that first Easter Sunday, 
people are still hearing that good news about Jesus dying for their sins and rising from the dead. What is your reaction going to be? Is your wondering going to lead to positive action? Love so amazing, so divine, demands my soul, my life, my all. So we're going to sing that song now. We're going to sing When I Survey the Wondrous Cross. And after we've done that, we're going to take communion together and just remember Jesus' death on the cross, then his resurrection. If you haven't got any elements, bread or wine with you, doesn't matter. We can still sort of come into his presence and say, thank you, Lord, for dying for me, for making me a new creation, for reconciling me with the Father.
while they were wondering about this, suddenly two men in clothes that gleamed like lightning stood beside them. In their fright, the women bowed down with their faces to the ground. But the men said to them, why do you look for the living among the dead? He, Jesus, is not here. He has risen. Remember how he told you while you were still with while he was still with you in Galilee. The son of man must be delivered over to the hands of sinners, be crucified and on the third day be raised again. Then they remembered his words. So let's give thanks in our hearts now. Let's say thank you, Lord, for coming to die for us, for rising again from the dead so that we could have newness of life, that our hearts could be reconciled with you, being made new creations, our sins being forgiven. If you've got some bread with you now, maybe let's just take communion together, this first part of communion, and say thank you, God, for that bodily death, that death for us. Why do you look for the living among the dead? Jesus is not here. He has risen. Let's celebrate and say, thank you, Lord. You have risen. Your resurrection changes my life. Father, <clears throat> thank you. Thank you that we have physical elements that remind us of what you did for us in the spiritual realm. Thank you that you did it for us in the physical realm, that you came physically and you died physically. You paid the price completely and utterly. There was nothing else that needed to be done and there still is nothing else that needed to be done. God, thank you. Thank you, thank you, that your death on the cross has paid the price for our sin completely and utterly. Thank you for the new life that we now have in you. Thank you for this sunshine this morning that speaks of warmth and life and goodness to me anyway. <laughs> Lord, thank you for all the physical signs that you help you give us to help us remember the amazing thing that you did for us on that first Easter Sunday. Amen. Amen. So we're going to worship again. We're going to sing this great, more modern song, How Great a Chasm. And the phrase that really strengthens me as I follow Jesus as, is, Doth, uh, death has lost its grip on me. Death has lost its grip on you. So let's sing this song and say, yes, thank you, Lord, for dealing with that chasm. Thank you. 
Yeah. Um, thank you, Jesus. Um, as we remember you on this day that um, you rose to life, Jesus, from the grave. And God, we just thank you for the resurrection and the hope and the life and the reconciliation that Jesus brought to the world through um, this Easter Sunday, God. Um, God, I just pray that you'd help us as Christians to stand firm in knowing our identity um, as being sharers of Jesus's authority over heaven and earth. Um, and I pray that in whatever circumstance we're in and whatever's happening, that we would always remember that you, the battle has won, God, and that we are always in the victory. Holy Spirit, we just ask you to freshly renew us and strengthen us and give us peace and guidance, and especially during this long period of lockdown and this disrupted way of living. Um, and I'm sure many of us have become tired and um, it's easy to feel down during this long period of lockdown, but God, we just ask that you would give us a fresh baptism of your Holy Spirit and that you would strengthen us and help us. Um, God, I pray that you'd also help us never to forget that the power that you have over all things, be it life or death, sickness, whatever circumstances we're in, um, our mental health and our loved ones. God, I also pray for um, just the protests that are happening in the UK and in Bristol. And I just pray for your covering over what's happening and for your peace and protection of all those who are involved. And we just ask that your presence will be um, there, God, and that you would be in control. We thank you, God, for the privilege that we have um, to have access to the vaccines in the UK. And um, quite a lot of us in NCF already had vaccines. And we just thank you for the privilege that we have. Um, to get this and we just thank you God for the declining rate of deaths and COVID infections but God we still remember that there are those still suffering from COVID in the UK and many many others outside the UK who don't have access to vaccines like we do and we just ask for your continuous healing and your provision so that everyone can be safe from the virus and that we can return back to normal life soon um, and I'd just like to open up this prayer time um, just to pray for anyone who's, um, if you have any family members or friends who are sick or need prayer, then you can feel free to pray out loud. Lord, I pray for those who are covered in darkness during this time. I just have a picture of people's heads being covered completely in, in black and dark and they can't see and they can't you know respond and, and they've got no way of, of, of getting free God we know you are the freer of our souls you are the you are the freedom to the lost and God I want to pray for those who are maybe suffering with mental health maybe that's what it is a picture of God I pray that you will lift the darkness you will lift the blackness you will bring light to those who need light during this time god your healing hand is still as powerful as it ever was so god we pray for healing for those who are in darkness and who need to see the light lord jesus in whatever way shape or form that is god you know everything amen amen lord i would like to pray for all the people in south africa at this time who are still waiting for their vaccine. They include my family as well, and especially my granddaughter, who's a paramedic and working right in the front line in the most vulnerable situations. 
I just pray, Lord, your blessing upon them all. And that I know that you are with them and will never leave them or forsake them. I ask this in your precious name. Amen. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, David. Thank you very much. So we're going to sing two more songs that just celebrate that joy and that life that Jesus has brought for us. I can't help standing up. I'm going to. We're going to sing early morning, break of dawn, and then who breaks the power after that?
So thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that we are so startled by your love that we say thank you. Amen. Amen. Let's sing.
you would bear my cross. You go down your life. While they were wondering about this, suddenly two men in clothes that gleamed like lightning stood beside them. In their fright, the women bowed down with their faces to the ground. But the men said to them, why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here. He has risen. Thank you, Lord. As we celebrate your death and resurrection, you cause us to wonder more about you. Lord, as we wonder, help us then to take action. Help us to take action in our own lives about the things we do and to take action telling others about you as well. Lord, we open our hearts to you and say, come and be our saviour, our Lord. We give thanks to you, Lord. Amen. 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 <laughs>